Amen. First Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 9. If you found this stand as we read God's word together, the next stand would be on you. If you can stand. Thank you, mommy, for paying for all the materials. So, yeah. <laughs> My mom just said, no, all the materials, I will pay for it. And I already told Ike that I was going to pay for it as a church. But, you know, that's beautiful. I want us to read this. Are you ready for God's word today? Those of you who miss midweek services, join, join the Wednesday service. Oh. There's something different on Wednesday. There's some revelation prayers. There's something God is doing on Wednesday. Especially those of you who stay, like, literally two streets away. Five minutes drive. Just set out on time and be here on Wednesday. God has, God is doing something different on Wednesday. Wednesday, I wanted to close for eight. They begged me to do nine o'clock. They said, no, Pastor, let's do another one hour. This is the only church I know where people are making pastor to stay longer. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Let's appreciate Ige's husband who came with her this morning. So all the young men in the church, this had to be a man. Yes, that you're secured and you let your woman shine. She's always been like that. That had to be a man. Not a, uh, they, they know you more than they know me. So what? <laughs> what's her name? The, the, the man's name is there. That's what's important. Can you pray in tongues for the next 30 seconds as we hear God's word? Holy Ghost, thank you, Jesus. Give understanding to your people. Be given understanding to your people. As we delve into God's word, give understanding to your people. We break the yoke of fear, uncertainty, unbelief. We trust in you. We trust in the finished work on the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Glory to the name of Jesus. Ooh, glory to your name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. Let's read the scripture together. One, two, three, go. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared. Leave this verse for them that love him. Usually, I see new, new generation, New Testament believers quote these scriptures, this scripture a lot of times, like they're talking to themselves. This verse is not talking to you. It's not talking to you. And say, ah, you don't know. I has not seen. He has not heard the things that God has for me. No, no, no. That's not, this is verse is not for you. The writer was quoting a verse in Isaiah. We're not of them who do not know what God is about to do. We may not be able to tell it in his entirety and totality, but we can, we, we, we sense it in our spirit. So this is not a New Testament verse. So let me, let me show you the verse that concerns you. So when you read the Bible, read it contextually. Anybody who reads the Bible out of context is a con man. And we have a lot of con men on the pulpits. Yeah? Amen? So this is not the New Testament verse. Let's see verse 10. But God had revealed them unto us by his spirit. The next verse. Did you see the, the next verse? Like, like the... <laughs> The next verse, not chapters away. The very next verse is talking to you. But you get stuck in verse 9. Look at verse 10. But God hath revealed, hath, hath, past tense. Your spirit already knows. 
hath revealed. I told, you, I told you the other day that when you drive past some cars and your body just jerk, it's your spirit telling you that you already have it. Because God doesn't do anything new. He has already done it. So it's just waiting for manifestation. When God gives you a promise, he's not telling you what he's about to do. He's telling you what he has already done. So you get ready to come into manifestation. Can I take 20 seconds to just prophesy to people who are ready? God wants me to tell you, he has already done your healing. He has already done your promotion. You already have the baby. You already have the house. Restoration is coming to you. You will not be poor. You will not be broke. It's just a matter of time. Get ready for manifestation. It's too early, Flourish, but get ready for manifestation. I don't know who this word is for, but this is your word earlier in the service. God wants me to tell you, get ready for manifestation. If this is your word, shout amen. Woo! Yes. It says, it says, for the spirit searcheth all things, not some things. You know, it says, yeah. The deep things of God. Give me verse 11. For what man knoweth the things of the man, save the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Do you see that? Let's see verse 12. Now we have received, not the spirit of the world. She is the spirit of God that knows the things of God, but the spirit which is of God. So that thing that is required to know the mind of God is within you. That's why he now says, you have the mind of Christ. Glory. Glory. Filled the anointing. The things. Ooh. You see, you see this verse, Adam. It says that we might know. These be cities. The things that are freely given to us of God. That we may know. The believer shouldn't walk in oblivion. I don't know what's going. No, no, no. That's not the sign of the believer. The believer should know the things that have been freely given by God. Father, bless your word in Jesus' name. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. My, 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 for the purpose of titling this service, my message this morning, maybe it may be a series I continue on Wednesday or continue on or next week Sunday. Maybe I continue Wednesday or continue next week Sunday is the revelation generation. Look at your neighbor and say, you belong to the revelation generation. Or say it well. You say, you belong to the revelation generation. So you're not generation X. You're not generation X. You're not generation Y. You're not generation Z. You're generation R. The revelation generation. Amen. Are you ready for this morning? The holy scriptures in the Greek and the Hebrew is called Hagios Graphe. Cannot mean to you today what it did not mean to its original audience. I'm going to say that to you again. When you read the holy scriptures, the Hagios Graphe, it cannot mean to you today what it did not mean to its original audience. So you cannot edit it to your situation. What it meant to the original audience is what it still means today because they are of eternal value. Therefore, biblical interpretation for it cannot be subjected to the whims of civilization or modernity. 
It can be applied to, but not subjected to. They remain self-interpretative. <laughs> Sounds like a lecture, right? <laughs> Sounds like a lecture, right? You know, I don't want to raise a church who just comes and shouts on Sunday morning. We want to grow people. We want to grow people. So you're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. So I'll take that again. Therefore, biblical interpretation, Ruthie, cannot be subjected to the whims of civilization or modernity. It can be applied to, but not subjected to. They remain self-interpretative. That means the Bible can interpret itself. The Bible is so clear that I believe you need a pastor to misdirect you. <laughs> the gospel is too simple. The Bible says he gives understanding to the simple. You know the meaning of simple? The foolish. That means if a foolish man comes into the place, whether you schooled in Harvard or you schooled in Unilag, or you are the housemaid who came to church with your madam. The truth is, once the word of God's grace is being preached, it is one size fits all. I've seen in this church the housemaids shouting more than the madam in front who stands or sits like a pillar of salt. Because the gospel that I preach to your security man cannot be different from the gospel I preach to the billionaire. If it is different, that means one of the gospel that I preached is not correct, or both of them are not correct. You see that? So when we stand before the rich man, we preach eternal life because you are dead with your Rolls Royce. A lot of cars are ambulances, are hearses, because the people inside are dead. A lot of houses are mortuaries because the people inside are dead. So when I stand before the security man, I'm preaching life to him, that in spite of his 2,000 array in his account, he feels like the richest man on earth. When I preach to the billionaire, in spite of his billions, he feels empty without Jesus. So Jesus' salvation puts all of us in one WhatsApp group. That's why the Holy Ghost is not an elite ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. It doesn't stay in Banana Island. That's Banana Island ghost. That's not the Holy Ghost. Ask Chigo, she'll tell you there's Banana Island Ghost. That's not the Holy Ghost. So whether you came from Ikotun or wherever you came from, the Holy Ghost doesn't discriminate. Because the gift and callings of God are without repentance and he's no respecter of persons. You see that. So the salvation message puts everybody in one WhatsApp group. Because what you preach to the billionaire should be the same thing you preach to the pauper. Because if he's going to drink water, it will be H2O. There's no billionaire H2O. Mm -hmm. It's still water. Because it's one plus one is two to the billionaire. One plus one is two to the pauper. Because anytime it is truth, it is universal. It does not change. Uh, flourish. Let's come back. So in CGC is bringing your thoughts, your idiosyncrasies, and then backing it with scriptures. Or subject the word of God to personal interpretation. This is wrong. Exegesis, what we use in church here, is letting the Bible speak for itself, not your opinions, 
not your idiosyncrasies. Jesus is the word of God. Jesus is not junior God. Jesus did not come to defend God. Jesus is God speaking for himself. And Jesus is the word of God. Somebody said, has Jesus the word of God? I say, yes, because Jesus was all God wanted to say. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, that's good stuff. So when God said Jesus, there was nothing else for God to say. So the, the word of God can speak for itself. Revelation is important now because I'm about to say something very heavy. Really very heavy. And I hope you can take it. Very powerful, very heavy. Hmm. In the Hagios Graphe, we must understand that everything written is truly stated. But not everything written is a statement of truth. <laughs> ah, I just want to give you some seconds to take it in. In the Hagios Graphe, which is the word of God, the scriptures, everything written, business is truly stated. But not every statement there is a statement of truth. Not everything written is a statement of truth. No, these are no peace. We'll go to the mountain in a while. I just want you to learn something. Whew. This is important because the scriptures has a lot of these statements that are truly stated. However, they are not statements of truth. And without proper revelation, you can sit under a pastor who has no revelation and can sell you a different idea, a gross misrepresentation of God because of something he read in the Bible. So people who preach another gospel or a pseudo-message do not preach it from the Quran. They preach it from the Bible. I've told you the biggest problem with the gospel is not Islam or Jehovah Witness. The biggest problem with the gospel is something that looks like the gospel but is not the gospel. The biggest problem with Nike is not FUBU, is Nike from Abba. The biggest problem with Coca-Cola is not malt, it's Pepsi. <laughs> that guy, the drinker, I say, oh, I'm biggie. <laughs> And be, I'm, I'm serious. Sit with them. Obina can teach you. The strategist just tells you, don't, don't when time you see Coke, just put Pepsi. So by the time you go and buy Coke one morning and you don't find Coke, what do you do? You Pepsi. So the biggest problem, the biggest error came from the pulpit, not from the shrine. They taught me from the pulpit that three wise men came to see Jesus. I haven't found it yet. It's not in the Bible. The Bible just said wise men from the East. But because they brought three gifts, my lecturer said, and I wrote it in exam, I passed. In GSSC, I passed. Quiz in church, I won. Now, if I don't know better, I will pass that to Sozo. You pass that to your daughter. It becomes transgenerational mistakes. Am I, am I, is this too quiet this morning? Should I start shouting already? You, you hearing me? That's what's important. And because we belong to the revelation generation, if Moses writes, you can correct him. If David writes, you can correct David. Yes, in Bible. If Elijah writes, you can correct him. 
Because they were not born again. The Holy Ghost came upon them, visitation. You, the Holy Ghost resides inside of you. To them, it was an august visit. To us, it's a residential presence. So when you see Moses writing in scripture, you can say, hey, Moses, I beg, back away. You don't even know what you did talk for here. Because you are in a different generation. Whew. Elijah, if he writes, you must correct him. Because they were of the mystery generation. But now the mystery is revealed in Christ. I said the mystery is revealed in Christ. And believers actually like that thing. I show you a mystery. You know how Pastor Joseph I show you a mystery. I was in the heavens and I saw the cloud of the heavens and the pillars of the heavens and the angels swinging. Papa. I said, hmm, hmm, deep. Nothing is deep there. The depth in Christ is the revelation of Jesus. So how do we know deep is when Jesus is revealed to the surface. That's how deep is in Christ. Not something that you'd be figuring, what did he just say? Ah, but that's in deep. What is deep? Deep is Christ. And you know what pastor say, ah, I don't, you can't understand it. You are supposed to understand it. Why are you the pastor? Oh, you can't understand it. No, you, you can't. What? No, you can't. What? You are supposed to understand it. it say it's too deep. It's too deep. You, you can't understand it. Why can't you understand it? <laughs> Oof. I think I'm in trouble this morning. <laughs> okay, I'll continue. Ooh. So what they had was shadows. What we have is the substance. So, whoa. What they had, I love what you're doing there. Just keep it there. Keep it on one. What they had was shadows. What we have is the substance. So, come now he stands Chica. This is Chica. This is Chica's shadow. Stand one place now. You won't save too much. Okay, open your legs more like this. <laughs> Good. Now, without knowing that this is Chica, I can see this shadow and call it a pillar. You with me? Uh-huh. So in the Old Testament, they had shadows. So they may just say this is a long pillar and big architecture with entrance. <laughs> but I now need to meet Chica. When I see Chica, and I say, oh, that is Chica's leg. The revelation of Ogono Kosha. So the revelation of Chica now in person now makes me know that is Chica's leg from up there's suit. In the Old Testament, they had shadows. And if you follow the shadows without knowing the person, you would confuse yourself. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1, 2, 3 says, In sundry times, in before, before, God spoke to our fathers with many, many diverse ways. He, they couldn't mention Jesus because it was not his time. So when Moses says, show me your face, God, they're not born you where. Never reach your time because the face of God is Jesus. Jesus is the DP of the Father. Jesus is the display screen of the Father. Jesus is the menu of the Father. So if you go to a restaurant and you are serving God, the menu will be Jesus. The dessert will be Jesus. The drink will be Jesus. So you need to meet the substance. When you meet the substance, you can say, oh, it's not like he's handless, so he just fold the hand for front. Uh, 
So watch, 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 watch this. Watch this, watch this. The, ooh. The, ooh, it's so beautiful. The Old Testament is the shadow. Flourish. The Old Testament is the shadow. This is Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. <laughs> Even this is not New Testament. This is not New Testament. Because New Testament starts when this guy dies. Old Testament is shadow. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John is the eyewitness account of Jesus. The incarnate. So, ah. So, Nena, we cannot know God through the incarnate. God is known through the glorified. Because we are in him justified. He is in us, not incarnated, glorified. Anaka. So, the Jesus who walked Jerusalem is different from the one who lives inside of me. So, I don't need to go to Jerusalem and take holy water. And when you get a touch the mountain, I say, oh, no, no, we have come to Mount Zion, the heavenly Jerusalem. So when you have the transitional truth, what you have in the epistles, Adim, are the x-ray. Because as we look at Chica like this, you only see the body. When you put Chica in x-ray, you now see everything. The vitals. So this is good stuff. So the so the vanana motion, the vitals of the gospel are not in the are not in the in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, they are in the epistles. So when you see the shadows, you see the structure. When you come to the epistles, you see the vitals. You see why we have a lot of ignorant men in, on stage? Because they know the shadow alone. That's even dangerous. Then progressive, they know the shadow and the, and the expression, the incarnate. But they cannot see the x-ray. The vitals. So in the shadow, what Moses saw was Adam ate something, fruit. <laughs> Jesus now said, ah, are you stupid? It's not what man eats that defiles the man. Paul now said in the epistles, x-ray, by one man's disobedience. So when you now see a disobedience, you will now go back to the shadow and see that there was the tree of life. And the disobedience was he rejected Jesus, who is the tree of life. And that's what takes anybody to condemnation. The rejection of Jesus. So Jesus is saying, what you eat, you eat it. And after four hours, you take it out now. But what you do with your heart stays in your life forever. So Adako. So old, <laughs> you can say, man, <laughs> you can your husband. <laughs> Are you saying it now? Can you see it, sir? Beautiful. So the Old Testament has a lot of stories that are truly stated, but they are not statements of truth. Uh, I'm going to get in trouble. It's fine. And a lot of pastors and leaders without proper understanding what we call orthotomiology. Rightly dividing. The scriptures have these scriptures. And that is where you have 99% of our Nigerian prayer points comes from that, that place. Old Testament and transitional truth. 
you will never find Paul praying in the epistles, fall down and die. You will never find Paul in the epistles praying, my father's side, my mother's side, because they had a different understanding. So when you start hearing those things, you know that this is not your generational somebody. Can I show you some of them in the Old Testament? 1 Samuel 16, 14, 15, and 23. Let's see. But the, <laughs> these guys are mad with me. Without apology. Something they worry them for Old Testament. What did the devil do? They say, now God. What did the angel do? Now God. What did the absence of God do? Now God. What did their consequences do? Now God. Because it's an Adamic nature to always blame God for what you don't understand. It's Adamic nature. To know that Adam is still doing you is that, that's what Adam did. The woman you gave to me. This scripture says, but the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And an evil spirit from the Lord. I can't... No, 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 we must discuss today. I'm not preaching, no. I want us to talk. No, 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 I want us to talk. I want to show you the madness in that, in that, in that, in those people. Are you people, are you seeing, see, it says this, but the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. So, the spirit of the Lord departed from him. The absence of God created a vacuum for demons to possess. There's no middle ground in the spirit. But because they did not understand it, they said, ah, God is disturbing Saul. I don't understand. This is where people now begin to pray for that. We, we, we release a troubling spirit to trouble them like you release a spirit to trouble Saul. They will not do, okay, they will not do prayer point for me. What is going on now? Come and they will be fighting also. Learn Bible, you won't learn Bible. Says he, smart boy. He just left school. Do you know when I left school? I did a diploma in theology before I did my first degree in Unilag in 2000. Are you joking? You think I'm a novice in office? It's shadow. It's shadow. The second degree in theology and in masters, I'm on my way to doctorate. Are you joking? And all of this is grace, so because I know people in my class, they don't know anything. Even one of my lecturers, every time I'm like, hey God, this guy, professor, you want to talk rubbish. So I don't even argue with him, I just want to pass. <laughs> Next year I'm 40, I want to do Dr. Flourish Peters. I think it's better. So let's let's con let's continue. Verse fifteen, verse fifteen. And Saul's servant said unto him, Behold, now an evil, <laughs> an evil spirit from God troubled thee. Doesn't even make sense. Let, let, uh, God has evil spirit. But you can read this, Rekia. And it's truly statement, but it's not a statement of truth. And pastors, we do prayer point for me. We decree. Every, we release a spirit to begin to trouble them. Like he troubles Saul. Like give them madness, Lord. Give them, are you, what, God, you are a native doctor. Oga, you are, 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 you are,
Give me verse 23. Let me show you the one. Give me 23. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, that David took an harp and played with his hands. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. So the evil spirit, the Holy Ghost left Saul. Evil spirit entered Saul. David now came with anointing, played. The evil spirit now left again. I, I, does it make sense? They are taking turns on Saul. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> so David was strong enough to remove what God put. That David played something and something that was from God. Uh, David now removed it. This makes no sense. But they did not know any better. The Old Testament, what they did not understand, they said it was God. But when you see this in the scriptures, you must go to the epistles. What does the epistle say about this kind of situation? 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, KJV message. This then is the message which we have heard of him. And declare unto you that God is a light. And in him, oh, is no darkness at all. Did you see that? Give me the message translation. This is, this in essence, is the message we've heard from Christ and are passing unto you. God is light, pure light. There is not a trace of darkness in him. So with this thing in the epistles, you cannot go to the shadow and say this thing and I lie. It was truly stated, but it's not a statement of... Uh -huh. Are you learning something? Job chapter 1, 20 to 22. Let me show you something. Then Job arose after his children. You know what happened to Job? And rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down on the ground and watch, 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 leave the scripture. People would not be, oh, you know, Job, worship. Your worship is only as powerful as the Christ revealed in the lyrics of your worship. It should be, yes. It's kerygma, lyrical theology. Soteriology in your lyrics. That's it. If Jesus is not revealed in your song, what makes your song powerful? Let me say this. Your song is only as powerful to the degree of the revelation of Christ in it. So there are a lot of entertaining songs in church. They are not powerful. Is that song powerful? What makes a song powerful is what are you singing? That's why in Christ alone, very powerful. Okay, what's my sister who sent me the video of the guy who wrote in Christ alone? They, they did an interview. How did you write in Christ alone? He said, well, he just went somewhere and heard the chord progression and just felt like writing. And I was just watching the guy. If a Nigerian man, after I was in the, in the spirit for 48 hours and it was in the process of intercession and I tarried the tires, I was just coming down the mountain like this. It was downloaded to me and I offloaded it that day. I cried, I wept. The whole studio was shaking, shaking. You hear all those songs that they, after they have those shaking experiences, the band, that rubbish, that empty rubbish but this guy say he just heard the song and said okay let me write in because revelation is what makes your worship powerful the ad lip and everything is really because it's a combination of spirit and skills and I'm happy we have them here 
We are skillful and spiritual. But this is what makes your worship powerful. Keep in the next verse. I need to go. Next verse 21. And said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return hither. The Lord gave. The Lord has taken away. Is it, the, is it God that took Job's children? But we read this during funeral services. Even the one that the devil took out of our ignorance. We say, ah, but it's the Lord that gives. It's, the, it's not the Lord that took Job's children. It's Job's fear that opened the door for the enemy to afflict him. But you, you can read this so much. And then go, give me verse 22. Let me see. 22. 22. In all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. This statement is not even correct. It's not true. If you read Job, Job accused God. Mm. Over and over again, he did. Is it truly stated? It was in God. So when Job speaks, you can correct him. Because Job had no revelation of God. Job 42, 5 and 6. Give me the message translation. Let me see. You know, Job has 42 chapters. So this is the last chapter in the book of Job. Job had dust rhymed. If you know what I mean, don't yarn dust. He now go to chapter 42 and did a disclaimer of everything he said from chapter 1 to chapter 41. Let's read it. I admit I, was, I once lived by rumors of you. I mean, Job did not know God. It was some Easter blog they told him about God. See? Yeah, it was the Moji. Moji told him about God. Oh, Mr. God. He said, I admit, I once lived in rumors of you. Now I have it firsthand from my own eyes and ears. See, see verse 6. I'm sorry, forgive me. I will never do that again, I promise. I will never again live in crust and hearsay, crumbs of rumors. So all those things Job said, it was not God. Was he stated? Was it a statement of truth? No. Are you learning something? I hope you are. Then what does the epistle say about what happened to Job? James 1, 13, 14. KJV and message. Let's see it. Let no man say when he is tempted. I am tempted of God. You, it's Bible, though. Do you know, Ige, they will not argue with me. What's, what's scripture? No, I'm just telling you. Show me Bible. <laughs> I'm, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempt, tempted he any man. Give me verse 14. But every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. So it was Job's fear that invited the enemy to his house. Because he was doing sacrifices, lest my children sin, lest my deeds die. Now fear. Give me the message translation. Don't let anyone under pressure to give you in to evil say, God is trying to trip me up. It's a lie. It says, God is impervious of evil and puts evil on no one's way. Verse 14. The temptation to give in to evil comes from us and only us. We have no one to blame. But delaying, seducing, flare up of our own lust. Bible. So what happened to Job was truly stated, but it's not a statement of. I like the way we are quiet this morning. 
I said, God is, God is trying to teach me a lesson. That's why he's, he took my child. God is giving me cancer because he's trying to teach me prayer. So God wants to teach, do you teach your children like that? How can those of you who are evil know how to give good gift? Not to talk of your father. Not every action with the prophets in the Old Testament was from God. Though. A lot of things happened in the Old Testament and it was not God. It was a different dispensation. So both angels and devils were, work, were, were working. 2 Kings 1, 10 to 12. 2 Kings 1. Because ah, a lot of pastors like this one. No, no, no. It's hard. There's one in Abuja. Ah, let me not mention his name. And you like this one. No? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is you know, you know, a plateau. If I'll be a man of God, you won't see tomorrow morning. You are a native doctor. And Elijah answered and said to the captain of 50, If I'll be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume, consume thee and thy 50. And there came down fire from heaven. Can you see that? So the fact that something happens doesn't mean that the process was of God. Oh, God told Moses for the second time, speak to the rock, don't strike the rock. He struck the rock, water came out. They drank, they did not die. So resort does not guarantee that this thing is of God. Give me the next verse, 11. So first 50 died, 11. Give me verse 11. Again, also he sent unto his, unto him another captain of, this guy has destroyed two sets of 50 captains. And that's what some of us are praying. Father, give me the mantle of Elijah. Let me just call fire. Put your die. They were like this. Hey, that man, very powerful. Next verse. Uh, sorry, 11. Again, also, he sent unto him another captain of 50 with his 50 and answered and said, Whoops. Oh. Answered and said unto him, Oh, man of God, thus hath the king said, Come down quickly. Verse 12. Verse 12. Verse 12, and Elijah answered and said unto them, If I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume thee and thy fifty. And the fire of God came. It's not the fire of God. It's the fire of the devil that destroyed them. The devil and angels, demons were walking with them. God was not involved. This is not the spirit of God. It's hard to convince pastors. No, fire came and destroyed. Fire destroyed. Fire destroyed. Destroy my... This is... Can't you see it in the Bible? Let's go to Luke chapter 9, 50 to 56. We're doing Bible study today, right? It's okay. It's okay. You're learning good. I love that. And Jesus said unto him, Forbid him not, for he that is not against us is for us. Next verse, verse 51. And it came to pass when the time was come that he should be, be received up, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. He can watch this. And sent messengers before his face. And they went and entered into a village of Samaritans to make ready for him. Next verse. And they did not receive him because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. So they rejected Jesus. And when his disciples... James and John saw this. They said, Lord, will thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, even as Elijah did, verse 55. But he turned and rebuked them and said, ye know not what manner of spirit ye are of. 
This is Jesus making a disclaimer that that thing Elijah did, not be me do him. Not be my hand. You know not what spirit you are of. He can look and say, hmm. Disclaimer. Give me the next verse. For the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's life, but to save them, and they went to another village. That means if they don't accept us here, let's go to the another one. We move. Move. Your ex will not die. The fact that you broke up doesn't mean that you will die. You will marry somebody else. God will settle your ex. Amen. Uh-uh. If that prayer they work, our president will don't die. Just from my mother's news, would have died. Now, I saw my mother pray. I said, Mom, what are you praying? He said, God said we should pray for our leaders. He, don't tell, he did not tell us what kind of prayer we should pray. It's prayer I'm praying. <laughs> he says, so I can pray against him. He says, pray for, not pray against. See, he did not tell us the kind of prayer points. Leave me, make a pray my prayer. If that prayer works, he would have been dead. Because we actually voted, some of us, not me, voted him in because we thought he would die for the second one who is our brother to become president. <laughs> he shook you. He the young every day. You just keep looking straight. When you get home, nod your head. Don't worry, it's okay. Don't worry. When you went, you know, say, ah. It's true. I give some, seven months, he will die. It's the, it's the goodness of God that brings men to repentance. Because Jesus died for boo-boo too. Jesus died for him too. Your ex is not going to die. Jesus died for them too. Your enemies will not die. Jesus died for them too. They would live long to see what God would do in your life. Now, if they now say over my dead body, you will not live. They kill themselves. Why? Thou art snared by the words of your mouth. It's not God. God does not kill. They will kill themselves. But God does not kill. This is the truth of the gospel. I know you want your enemies to die. That's a native doctor prayer that you want to bring to the church. If you does not work. The worst, did you see Isaiah describe God as native doctor one time? Full, full, full God, oh. Isaiah, he just creates a magua. Give him. Say, God with that. Uh, Isaiah 45, verse 7. Isaiah, uh-uh. He shocked me. Give Isaiah 45, verse 7. Put it. I form light and create darkness. I make peace. I create evil. The Lord do all these things. Ah, uh-uh. This is a magua. I form light, I create darkness. I make peace, I create evil. The Lord do all these things. How? <laughs> As, I'm not, are you seeing? You see, <laughs> Say, Father, you that open the eyes of the blind, you can blind the eyes of the open. You are the one that kill it and make it alive. What are you talking? It was truly stated, it doesn't make it a statement of truth. I hope now that today I'm not shouting, you are getting blessed too. Blessed. See, I'm talking, James 1, 16, 17. Let's read it. James 1, 16. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Give me verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above 
and cometh down from the Father of light, with whom is no variableness. That means there is not a day. You know, you know, you know, consistent. There's no variable. You know what they said is a very, you know, but there's no caveat. There's no probability. You don't meet him on a bad day and he's bad. You meet him on a bad day and he's good. You meet him on a good day and he's good. You meet him in the morning, he's good. You meet him in the evening, he's good. You meet him when you mess up, he's good. You meet him when you do right, he's good. You meet him when you pay tight, he's good. You give him what you don't pay, he's good. Because he's good all by himself. He's not motivated by your, your contribution. No, no. Say, ah, because of this thing that you have done, I will move. Say, give God a seed that we move God. From where? I don't, where did you get it from? Why you, which money you want? Why you want to, how much you have? Can you just give to, so we can pay for the lizard, expand the gospel, not to move God. From where? Give God a sacrifice that we, God moved without your offering when he sent Jesus to die. And he said, so, where did we get all these native doctor behavior that have entered church now? <laughs> well, I will stone you my shoe. Emmanuel is here. Zainab is here. Zainab, they are talking to you people. I have a lot of actors here. <laughs> because now, Nollywood. <laughs> Variableness, neither any shadow of as in, it doesn't have the potential to change. Okay, give me verse 17 in the message translation. Not be Nepal now, no, no, Nepal they change now. They now haven't changed Nepal to PHCN. Problem has changed name, PHCN. So, um. That's Shadow of Tony. That's right there is the definition of Shadow of Tony. He told him, never to be. You guys play too much. It says, every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. I didn't watch this. The gifts are rivers of light cascading down from the Father of light. There is nothing deceitful in God. Nothing two-faced. God not be two-faced. No, 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 no. There's no two-faced in God. Nothing fickle. I think we can, we can even end here today now. We can continue next week. <laughs> there's no, there's in God. Okay. So it was stated truly, but it's not a statement of truth. So when they write, because you are from the epistle, you can correct them. I say, no, 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 this is wrong. Moses, you missed it here. Elijah, no, no, no. That's not God. The Revelation generation, Ephesians 3, verse 3 to 5. Let me show you something. Ephesians 3, verse 3 to 5. The mystery has been made known. The mystery has been made known. How that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery. As I wrote afore in few words. Paul called his writings few words. Really? 
That is humble. That means there's too much to say. Verse 4. Verse 4. Whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. You would understand it. Do you understand? You would understand the mystery of Christ. Christ is in your spirit. So when you hear the gospel of grace, it's your spirit that receives it. Your mind starts fighting it. Ah, no. Eh, license to sin. Every time you preach grace, you say license to sin. What do you overload? Who said sin? Do you know who gave us license to sin? Adam gave us license. He follow us, come. Now follow, come. Give me verse 5. Which is, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, but is now revealed to his holy apostles and prophets. Why? By the Spirit. It is now made, it revealed to us by the Spirit. So the disciples saw miracles, but miracles doesn't grow believers. As I mean, you know, I say when you when the miracles doesn't grow believers, nobody saw miracles like the Israelites. With due respect, Moses had more miracles than Jesus. Even Peter, with Peter walked on water, and still denied Jesus. No, no, no. Let's interrogate this now. If you think it's yam, go to your swimming pool anywhere. Walk on it. Peter walked on water. And still came out and denied Jesus. Why? There was no regeneration. You can't keep revelation without regeneration. They were not born again. Peter, he entered it all. That's when Peter said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. You know what Jesus said? Uh-uh. He shocked Jesus. Said, uh-uh. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Who told you this thing? My father must have leaked this secret to you. Even with that, Peter could not retain it. Why? Because he was not regenerated. There was, uh, he didn't have capacity. That's the word. He was not born again. It's like trying to put um, a video in Nokia 3310. He cannot receive it. He does not have the capacity to take it. So even the disciples that... so uh, uh, How do I say this? Even what Jesus thought cannot be taken hook, line, and sinker by believers. Because Jesus did not preach to believers. Jesus preached to unbelievers. They were dull of understanding. So he spoke to them in parables. So you can't read Jesus. Jesus spoke under the law. So when Jesus taught prayer, our Lord's prayer, it's not the New Testament prayer. Believers don't pray our Lord's prayer. That's a wrong prayer. That's no New Testament prayer. He taught it under the law. Can I tell you something? No, no apostle taught Jesus proverbs or parables in the epistle. They were useless. So there's nobody who said, as Jesus said in it. No, not John, not Paul, not Peter, the three cardinal apostles of the New Testament, Pauline, Petros, Johnine. None of them said, and according to the letter of our master in his parable said, so Jesus did not come to teach, he came to die. So they expounded, they proliferated what he came to do, not what he came to say. That's why none of them used his proverbs and his parables to explain to us. They used his life and his sacrifice on the cross to teach the gospel. Because Jesus was not speaking to born again believers. He did a disclaimer in John chapter 16. I'll show you.
just make sure you go home, subscribe to the YouTube channel of the Logic Church, hear this message again. You can't hear it once. I know, no, no, no. I've destroyed a lot of tables, so you can't hear it once. No. They were dull of understanding now. They did not understand Jesus now. Jesus now said, you can't put new wine in old, white, old wine skin. What is he saying? I can't put the New Testament in these people. They will not understand Olayemi. They will burst. They couldn't handle it. So it is the resurrection. I'm done. It is the resurrection that gave birth to new creation that delivered us into this generation R, the revelation of God in Christ. So the incarnate can't even show me Abba. It is the glorified that shows me Abba. Uh, it's not installed. Uh, you can't install incarnate. You can only install glorified. It's not available to the believer. Uh, so after resurrection, Obina, there was Pastor Obina, there was nothing you could do to undo that thing from them. They died for the gospel. This same Peter that was chicken-hearted, pussy-footed, lily-livered. After Peter received revelation from resurrection, regeneration had happened, Peter died for the gospel. Even Thomas died for the gospel. They all died for it. Jesus had gone home, but Jesus was within them. They all died for it. The, they were convinced. Why? Regeneration had given birth to revelation. Jesus, the glorified, has been revealed. Not the incarnate. You, you couldn't convince them otherwise. Peter in history says, crucify me upside down. I'm not worthy to die like my master. See, Judas that was beheaded. Thomas, did, Thomas the doubting Thomas, became the preacher in Indian. You couldn't undo that thing. Because once you get this revelation and it's installed in you, it is undeletable. Being born again, not of corruptible sperm, but incorruptible sperm that liveth and abideth forever. So you cannot abort the pregnancy of salvation. No, it's unabortable. Because it is preserved by the one who put the sperm there. Okay, let's I'll continue next week. Maybe God help me. Uh, let me just let me cut to a chase. I've told myself maximum 11.15 we will close on Sunday. Maximum 8.15 we'll close. And there was a riot on Wednesday. No, close for nine. I'm like, no. John 16, 12 to 14. Let me show you. Jesus' disclaimer. John 16, 12 to 14. I believe. <laughs> Keep this scripture for me. Olaimi, do you know that Jesus taught more than he prayed? Jesus taught more than he healed. Jesus taught morning to night. That means Jesus will enter the synagogue. He will teach morning. They will go. You are tired. And that's said to come. He'll be teaching. His parents at this tender age misplaced Jesus. I didn't think they, I think Jesus vanished from them. He was a mischievous child. So he said, ah, make her teach small. Come out. They were looking for Jesus. So. Miss him, miss him, miss him. Miss him. How can you look for the one who owns the heavens and the earth? Even Mary knew, I'm not sure, I'm not sure she didn't go panic when I said, this boy, I'm sure he's somewhere. They caught him teaching. So, uh -huh. 
Jesus taught. They called him rabbi at an early age. This Jesus is now doing a disclaimer. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them. So, hey, what have you been saying since? That means everything I've been saying is not what I want to tell you. What I want to tell you, you cannot understand it. So he said to them sometimes, I have taught you physical things. You cannot, is it spiritual things that you can understand? You can't handle it. Why? Because the spirit man was not, eh, it's not there. Give me verse 13. Howbeit, when he, this, eh, the spirit of truth is come. Wait, 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 wait. Let me show you something, Ike. Come. Just watch, watch this, watch this. It's a habit. When he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. So it is the Holy Ghost that teaches all truth. Every truth before the Holy Ghost is almost truth. And almost truth is as destructive as blatant lie. So it's the release of the spirit of God that brought us into all truth. He shall not speak of himself. Say, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. He's saying, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Because not being get himself. Look at it. He shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. That means the Holy Ghost's job is to reveal Jesus. The Holy Ghost has no other job but for the revelation of Jesus. Next verse. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and he shall show it unto you. So wait, wait, keep the scripture. So everything he did and he spoke about in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John was not from the Spirit. This is the one. He's saying the Holy Ghost will come and show you the real one. So watch this, Moji. So the epistles are the master class of Jesus. <laughs> The epistles. Yes, that's when Jesus began to download and unveil and deep. Yes, epistles are the advanced teachings of Christ. <laughs> Next week we continue. Next week we continue. Hallelujah. 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 So you belong to the revelation generation. You belong to the revelation generation. Your eyes are open to all that you have in Christ. And all that he has done in Christ for us. We understand these things. We know because we are of the spirit. Let me close with this. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 16. Give me the message translation. I have like three points I wanted to share with you. Maybe I'll do it on Wednesday or Sunday. Next week. Let's see how God leads me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if Moses comes now, he will go to LBS, Logic Bible School. We have to school him. Do you know Moses wrote Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Antirumeh? And he was not present in all these things. So he cannot know exactly what happened. They were shadows, types. Moses was born in Exodus chapter 2. So Genesis is not the oldest chapter in the Bible. But he's there because he talks about the creation. So Moses was just writing the things he saw. They were all not literal. 
So when he saw fruit, he was disobedient. When he saw the tree of life, that is Jesus. But he didn't know because he's not born again. And no man who is not of the spirit can explain the things of the spirit. So, uh -huh. so they brought him down to the epistles. So you and I, Moses is, when we, we preach in church, Moses is taking notes. Ah, wow. Let me talk that in. I don't even know what I talk about. Angels are taking notes. Read, read, read the Bible. There's my scripture. We know the love of God in Christ already. My scripture. You see, if I was not that pastor that I understand, I would have been releasing something upon you people in that end. <laughs> Release something. Let that short man say, all of you there, take it. <laughs> but we have received of him. There's a song that, that came in my spirit when I was, when I was preparing for this. So powerful. So powerful. Amen. Amen. Are you being blessed today? We're almost done. I just tell you, have you been blessed today? It's my scripture back on. My scripture back on now. Oh, glory. 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 Oh, I have. Oh, I have a thousand stories of what they think you like. But I have had the tender whisper love in the dead of the night and you tell me you're so pleased and you never 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 alone you're a good father it's who you are it's who you are you're not the man that elijah tried to portray you are and i'm loved by you Give me, give me from the, the top verse. The top verse. The first verse. Yeah. Oh, I heard a thousand stories. Old Testament. Of what? <laughs> they, they think. think you're like Wrong. The, the tender, tender whispers whisper of love. In the dead of Four. And you tell, tell, tell me. You're so pleased that I'm, I'm never, never alone. One. Lord, you're good, good fire. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. You are. You are perfect. Shh, shh, shh. Perfect, eh? In all. Ruthie, not song. You're perfect in all of your ways. You're perfect. There's no shadow of turning within you. are perfect. No fear that you are perfect. Not, not in some of your ways. You, you are perfect in all of your ways. Take me back to my scripture. Let's close. Let's close. Huh? No. The message translation, 2 Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 9. 
Is this the message translation? Is the Kimperi there? Is this message translation? It says, the focus on my letter wasn't on punishing the... No, 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 no. This is not second Corinthians. I know my scripture. I know my scripture. <laughs> it's first Corinthians 2. Let me check it out. You had it before the song showed up. First Corinthians 2, 9 to 16. Message. First Corinthians. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You have it now. Stay there. Stay there. It says, that's why we have this scripture text. So he was talking about something that happened in the past. I'm done. I just want to read it. Yeah. 11.15. No one ever seen or heard anything like this. Never so much as imagined any quite like it. What God has arranged for those who love him. Verse 10. But you've seen and heard it because God by his spirit has brought it all out in the open before you. God has spoken to you about it in black and white terms. The spirit, not content to flit around on the surface, dives into the depths of God and brings out what God plans all along. Give me verse 11. Whoever knows what you're thinking and planning except yourself, the same with God, except that he is not only knows he, he he not only knows what he's taking get next one next verse but he lets us in on it god offers a full report on the gifts of life and salvation <laughs> you know how i tell obina give me a report god offers a full report on the gifts of life and salvation that he's given us give me verse 13 we don't have to rely on the world's guesses and opinions, prophetic predictions. England will win the cup today. I said it, England will I will deal with that next week. There are some of you who can't travel without talking to a prophet. Should I go or should I do this? Are you a bastard? A prophetic word is a confirmation, not breaking news. It means that when God was speaking to you, he copied me, period. And the gift of the prophetic is not for prediction. It's for edification. So even if the guy had predicted right, it doesn't make him a prophet. Because how does that edify the body of Christ? Hmm. We didn't learn this by reading books or going to school. We learned it from God. Who taught us person to person through Jesus. And we are passing it on to you in the same first hand personal way. Verse 14. The unspiritual self, Moses, Isaiah, all the guys before Jesus died. Just, at, just as it is by nature, can't receive the gifts of God's spirit. There is no capacity for them. They seem like so much silliness. Spirit can be known only by spirit. God's spirit and our spirit in open communion. So our spirit is what? Open communion. Give me verse 15. Spiritually alive, we have access to everything God's spirit is doing 
and can't be judged by unspiritual critics. Give me verse 16. Isaiah's question has been answered. Is there anyone around who knows God's spirit? Who knows the thought of God? Anyone who knows what he's doing has been answered. It was the question that Zion has been asking since. Christ knows. And we have Christ's spirit. So, we know. Stand on your feet. Let's close the door. We know. We know. I'll, I'll deal with the other points. Maybe Wednesday or maybe Sunday. As God leads me. But you are in the revelation generation. You cannot be confused. So when you hear some things, you're able to judge. Mm -mm. That's not like Abba. That doesn't sound like Abba. Doesn't sound like my dad. Doesn't sound like, like, I have a relationship with my dad. My mom can't pretend on the phone with me. In two minutes, I'll figure out, mommy, I beg, stop. What's going on? Why? There is a relationship. By now, you're able to hear some things. Oh, third wave is coming. You know, people are going to die. You're like, mm, yes. Papa loves me. Papa, no, 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 no. Papa loves me. I'll be cautious, but you know what? Papa loves me. This is no, no, you know, this time against you. No. Papa can compress time for me. Do you understand? And you have missed your circle. You should have married them, but you have missed it now. You have to. No. Papa is not a God of second chances, He's a God of many chances. I think you should know now. See how I don't know, but I know this. Now my wife has come to that place in our relationship at home because before we got married, she asked me, Flourish, what's the plan? I said, I can't tell you in black and white, but I know it is done. I just know. It used to freak her out like, what, 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 we have to bear my... I don't know. I can't tell you, but I know. Some of you right now, you've seen enough storms in your life, eh? And God has brought you out too many times for you to be hey, the way you are behaving. You are disappointing. You should buy now. I know. Why? I'm the revelation generation. I know. Like I, I know. I know. I know. I know. I, it's simple. I've given the testimony too many times. It was when the US were stranded because we went to do 10 days. It was my sister in law's wedding, and then NSAS happened. And I'm like, we couldn't come back with it. My wife was like, should we ask daddy? I said, no, 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 no. I said, babe, do you have anything? He said, no, Flourish, it's not you. And actually, that day I was not eager. I was not very fit in the spirit like that. So I was hoping that she would just help me say, no, Flourish, it's you now. But we sorted. One person called me from Philly. Where are you? I said, Maryland. I said, I'm driving down to see you now. I said, come fast. She dropped the dough for extra one week, money for car, food for three days. We were not stranded. So when I told my I said, it's you now. Now, we now know. Uh, yes. So there was a time Paul was saying that I may know him. After a while, he's now said, I know in whom I have prepared. That's and that knowing is not head knowledge, it's revelation knowledge. That's where you, it's a big no, it's, it's revelation, it's accurate, precise knowledge that you know inside of you. So you're not telling me hey, what's happening. Hey, hey, no, no, no. You just know. So the bills, oh, God will do it. 
I know. Then God will begin to direct you. Move in this place. Talk to this person. Do this. And everything begins. That's the revelation. I know. I know. I know. So when she was singing, all will be well. All is well. thank you all has to be well with me that's boldness from revelation i know how am i going to i thought you'd be praying by now i know i know god's got me i know i know i know i know Somebody open up your mouth. I am of the revelation generation. I know God has got me. 